You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris, I'm the host as per usual and tonight I'm joined by John who's been on his travels. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say before that, as per usual, because it, uh, it has been the two of us on a kind of fair bit uh, this season. It can't be helped. We have been asking for people to get on, but still hoping that someone we've asked to come on will join us in the next couple of weeks. Yep. But um, I believe he's he's need to get a needs to get a headset. Um, so. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a, a complete prerequisite because you can kind of get away with a headset if you're uh, Andy. Andy, uh, yes. But uh, <laughs> I think most of us will use headsets because it just keeps a better sound quality. Um, and you know what we've been like for technical difficulties this season. So. Yes, I was a bit worried earlier when the kind of weather was a bit bad, but um seems to be all right tonight. Aye, but I was in my travels, which uh, I'll come back to probably as we kind of talk about the football. Because ah, I was actually at a football game it just wasn't in Scotland. Aye, uh, and it's about the only game you've seen, so that's going to be a fun podcast. Let's give a right, shot. Well, <laughs> well, come on, tell me the game I've seen as well later on as well. Um, but yeah. All right, but well, I, we'll, we'll start off where we usually start off in the charity bit. Um, it got a bit reduced, unfortunately, because the Hearts game got postponed about half one on Saturday. So that took us down to just a, a double. Um, and even then, the double was a bit of a blow because we did, Peterhead did win. Uh, and we were we were looking pretty good for it right up until the final minute because uh, Annan Athletic was the other team that we had and they were leading 3-1 at one point and they get pegged back to 3-2 um, conceding a penalty and then conceding a penalty in injury time so 3 each that's scuppered that Have a sick uh, and, and the other charity bet we had was Martin Lycorn who um, was so bad at the weekend that he got hooked after I almost scored first <laughs> so and, uh, it was good it was good about to back us up with that one and one of our favourites scored first as well, didn't he? He did die in the Peter Head game, actually. Uh, Ronnie McAllister was the, the first goal scorer. So, that was a, a bit of a blow. Uh, we, I think we mentioned him in the podcast last week and didn't want to double up. Yes, shizing happens. It does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, we may as well uh, continue on in the, the war leagues. Um, as we say, oh, I did score first against Rangers. Uh, Rangers did get a go back through Michael Halloran but um, it sounded like it was a bit of a battering for Alwa and to be fair it was um, was it Scott Gallagher the keeper might be aye Scott Gallagher uh, he, he seemed to have a, a, an absolute blinder to the point that he was uh, the, the pick of the SPFL team of the weekend or something aye I think as well after Rangers equalised he had a pretty decent save from Tavener Um which could have won it for Rangers, but fair play to Alloa, a point right. um, against Rangers, okay. Probably said that Rangers had more chances and everything like that, but got to, put your, got to take your chances, so aye. Well, I mean, there, was, there was obviously all the chat about the, the, the narrowing of the pitch, but uh, well, what, 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 let's, let's get this accurate. Alloa narrowed, narrowed the pitch about a month ago. Falkirk won their 1-0 in January on that narrower pitch. Yes. Uh, so what what Alwa did was let all the other nine teams in the league visit Alwa, then they narrowed the pitch. So everybody played there. There was no nothing toward. They just decided to narrow the pitch. And, yes. And it just so happens it's Rangers has made the most noise about it. Or it's probably just only a story because Rangers are talking about it. Um, as the, the kind of media tends to be, they tend right. to focus on Rangers and Celtic as you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a new thing because um, like, I think that even the Alwa chairman was uh, was first to point out that Graham Sinesh used to do it for the uh, Rangers himself in, in Europe. Yes. But um, there, there was another one more recently. Remember when Ibrox was the, the, the venue for the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup and they played the final at Celtic Hi. Park? Yes. They narrowed the pitch then as well. And Rangers were one of the teams playing in it, so apparently a neutral venue got narrowed. Aye. <laughs> and it's Rangers' choice to do it. I mean, they, it didn't help because Donny needed to beat them anyway. But yeah. Uh, maybe they should just move on and, and worry about not being able to score. Exactly. I mean, they seem to have a lot of attacking players on towards the end of the game anyway. They did. Uh, and O'Halloran got his first goal for the club, so. Aye. But um, it worked out alright for them because the, the later kick-off on Saturday night was Livingston-Hibernian um, and I'm, I'm sure I would have hoped that 
Aberdeen could have done them a favour by beating Livingston, but as it was, yes. I, I, I never never seen much of that game myself. It was on BBC Alba. I managed to catch about a minute of it, and in that minute, Livingston hit the woodwork twice. So I don't know how the rest of the game went exactly, but. Um, I've been trying try to catch up tonight after being away, but um, Alan Stubbs certainly kind of said that um, Hibs deserved everything they got from the game, which was a point. They're probably even maybe a bit fortunate to get a point. So, I Livingston again doing again doing well against the kind of bigger clubs. It's just the whole other clubs they kind of tend to struggle against. So things remain the same at the top with eight points of a difference, and things remain the, the same at the bottom with mm-hmm. four points being the difference between Alan and Livingston. Even, even below Rangers and Hibs, Falkirk managed to get a 2 each job with Rovers. That sounded like quite a good game. And that was the other game they showed on, on sports scene on, on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and Queen of the South get back to winning ways. Yeah, beat St Martin. Um So much for St Martin <laughs> gaining on that uh, playoff position. Uh, it's still time. It's still it's time. 13, well, 12 13, or 13 games, yeah. depending on who you are. 14 if you're Queen of the South, I think. So. Unfortunately, like they're, they're uh, seven by eight. Queen game in hand over them, so it's... I'd be surprised if St Martin make it, but um, you never know. Stranger things have happened. Oh, yeah, I don't usually watch it, but it was uh, the Peter and Ruffy show. Oof. What were you bored? Yeah, I, I don't know what was happening, but I, it was on. And I can't remember what kind of pundit they had on it. Um, but I, Ruffy was saying that I, he fancied St Martin for fourth place. It's like... I know we 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 spoke about it. It'd be a possibility, but um, aye, but it's only been a possibility. Because I don't think he just fancies it, but he actually do it. But Ruffy kind of said yeah, he fancied it for it. It's a uh, probably between three teams. Couldn't say. Aye, I think. Because they've been over the bottom with the fact that they've Rovers drop points, just but helped a wee bit, so they've yeah. gained a bit. Of they do have like a game less to play than, than the other two, but they're only three behind Queen of South, as you say. So. That was the first one in a while as well. First one in eight games. So yeah, they're building up to play Celtic in the cup. <laughs> Aye. So a bogey team, is it not? I don't know if you can call it a bogey team. It's only once. So, uh, uh, frightening. Anyway, but so it's, it's hard as well to say we'll get that fourth spot because all three teams are pretty similar records. They don't score much. They don't concede much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's probably the most exciting aspect in that division, actually. Because I'll look a wee bit like they're struggling. Rangers are looking like they're probably going to win that division unless something odd happens. Um, I think... Perhaps I've got a game in hand, I suppose. Yeah, and but they're still eight behind. They're still playing Rangers. Yeah. But even then, that would still be... And Rangers, Rangers, drop, short, so. and Rangers did drop points there at the weekend and Hibs couldn't capitalise on it so yeah. I th- it's, it's that kind of thing time. it's not the first time I've seen thing. that kind of thing happen and you, and you imagine that's Fal- enough to, to stop Hibs played Falkirk in the season yeah I remember and they got a last minute mind you Hibs were lucky they got a last minute winner, uh, last minute equaliser I think even right, exactly. um, so I ought to play for in terms of the playoff spots oh, fourth place on anyway I mean, I mean you, you would imagine that even if Rangers do win that division, Hibernian will be the favourites for the the the, the playoff spot uh, to go on and play whoever it is for the second bottom of the, the championship. Uh, but well, they thought that last year. Thought that last year with Rangers and didn't work out that way. No, so. no, Rangers did make it. They just they, they, there was. <laughs> I don't think anybody was expecting Mullerwood to win the the, the tie six one in aggregate. <laughs> so it was um, it was a bit more uh, one sided than anyone expected. But I yeah I. I I don't, I don't think you can discount the Premiership team. Um, because at this point, we don't know who it is. Not a clue, because it's... Not anymore. It could, uh, it could change. I mean, gonna, what was it? Before tonight, between 4th and 11th place, there was only four points. Either. No, not four. No many points of difference, was it? Yeah. And that, that's the thing, it could be Ross County. <laughs> yes. Which is uh, Johnson, even on the slide. Right, I mean, St. John's done a team that look as if they're, they're in a bit of trouble at the moment, but then I think the, the thing maybe in their favour is so are Mullerwell. Although, I say that, Mullerwell are currently 2 0 up against Dundee United. Yes, which, which potentially. Pretty much relegated against Dundee United. Could, yeah, because Dundee United had hit a wee bit of form, uh, but yeah, tonight. Wait, and again, that would have been a big one because that would have been down to nine points if Dundee yeah. uh, United could have won. Whereas, aye, no looking good it's, for them. It's looking done, Dusty, I think, to be honest. Um, I, 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 we'll come back to the League One and League Two, I suppose, because we're now talking about it. But um, 
I mean, the, the two crucial results for the weekend, or for Saturday, I should say, was the fact that not only did United fail to beat Hamilton, but Kilmarnock got the win against Willow. Yeah. So uh, it was a big, it was a big result for Kilmarnock, that, I think. It was indeed, um, especially, obviously, Lee McCulloch kind of took charge again, and he's still in charge tonight, but a bit of confidence with kind of Clark coming in to manage him. Um, McCulloch, whether it's McCulloch himself has lifted it, or just... Kawanek have kind of had a lift just from, I don't know, change or permission or anything like that, so, or change of style. But, a lift, isn't it? Uh, well, we, earlier on in the season, we've not seen it with the kind of previous kind of management, change, management changes. But, uh, we've, we've seen it with Willable. I think Willable went through a wee boost, and then I, I thought they were slumping, but apparently uh, they were getting I look at Dundee though, they could have never really had any kind of change. And then even in the kind of lower leagues where you've had the likes of Aloha changing manager, Livingston changing manager, there's been a few that hasn't worked out so well for, but uh, it's kind of working out quite well for Kilmarnock just now. And then as we stand just now, still 1-0, I think. It's still 1-0, yeah. So, aye, Kilmarnock yeah. are I think I think the cops are a bit of a distraction for them because they're certainly going to be wanting to try and keep clear of that second bottom spot. But, um, I mean, I mean, they got out of it and they it looks like they'll probably fall back into it now <laughs> if, if Malone will do go in and finish that game with, with a win but um, a bit. It's, it's a bit of a distraction for Kilmarnock at the moment yeah but I, I think Man United are looking dead and buried to be honest because they'll be back to like, 13 points behind Kilmarnock two games in hand over them that gets it back to 7 if they can win them but it's, it's if they can win them and that's They've dropped points against Hamilton. They're getting beat off Mullow. That's a, that's two teams that are pretty close above them. That's yeah. teams you need to be taking the points off, and they're not doing it. And to score again. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're not even getting the goals. They went through that wee spell, and I think they scored other goals against Kilmarnock. <laughs> and yeah, like, you mentioned St Johnson. Um, I, I, I sat and watched their their game on Friday night against Dundee, and they were nothing. The what the. They did well to fight against Aberdeen uh, to, to get it back to 4-3, but they yeah. did still lose. Well, that's, apart from that game, well, that game, and there was one other game, but uh, St. John's have failed to score in six of the last eight league games, which says yeah, it all went off their record. Simple. And the, the, the thing they had going for them in the season was that they were scoring every game, um, but now they're still conceding goals, which they were doing, but not scoring them. And aye, they, they could certainly be on the side, because that's them only going to be five points ahead of Kilmarnock. Yep, and that's now 3-0, Mullable, by the way. Um, but, but they do have games in hand, but you know it can be like, if you're getting a bad run, kind of losing or not winning games, it can be very hard to get the, to get a habit back of winning. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like Tommy Wright, I think he's a good manager, I just think he's, he, he, St Johnston are getting a wee bit cherry-picked and losing O'Halloran hasn't helped. Um, it's not helping, they were struggling before that. They were struggling before but, that as well, and I think, is Stephen McLean injured? That made that up. I think he came back into the side recently, I thought. Did he? I'm sure I heard somebody um, was... I know Cummins is back, because Cummins had been out for a wee bit, because um, he had a, quite a good impact um, early on for them. But I thought McLean had come back into the side. I know there's been the talk again about him no playing and making artificial surfaces and all that kind of thing again, but I might be wrong. Aye, uh, there, is, there is always that. They can protect him with that, and... Well, apparently the the wee rubber pellets might give you cancer. Ah, he played so, it every game. Played it every game, McLean. Did uh, he? Ah, well, there you go. Did, did, did you read that um, article that's doing the rounds? Ah, uh, I did see. Uh, yeah. Get I research think, yeah, into I, I don't think I want to comment on it too much because I don't think there's not enough known about it. I think. No, there isn't. I mean, I mean, do the research. I'm yeah. all, all in favour of doing research into whether it's uh, there's a link there or not, but. I sincerely hope not, because I've played that stuff myself quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I big Dundee. I think uh, Paul Hartley was saying a wee bit that they kind of have been flying under the radar a wee bit. They're up to fifth now. A wee bit, but I think I think Kane Hemmings has played a big part in that. He's he's massive. The goals from obviously the two goals against St Johnson there on Friday night. Um, but you're right, they're, they've sneaked up there. They're up in fifth. They've got a game in hand over Ross County immediately above them. Um, it's yeah, it's looking pretty good for them. At the and I wouldn't be surprised if they finish up there. Yeah, it's not just uh, Hemmings though as well, I think. Um, Gary Harkins is in a good bit of runner form. Seems to be playing with a lot of confidence, um, which is certainly helping. So, I think that's Hemmings up to 15 league goals, which, I mean, it's terrific. They got him, was it, they got him for nothing, didn't they? I think so, eh? 
Was it Barnsley, was that, previously? Cause he'd been at Rangers, then he went down south. I was pretty sure it was Barnsley, and then he came back uh, up. He was playing up here. He was playing, was it Cowden Beathy he was playing? Cowden Beathy was uh, for a bit. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. They obviously picked up um, Darno D as well. Yeah. Now, uh, there was a bit of controversy with him on uh, Friday night there because he, he, he appeared to stamp on our opponent. Now, I think everybody in the sports scene pretty much agreed that he was struggling to regain his footing rather than actually stamping on the guy. But um, it looked a sore one anyway, but I don't think there was any intent. No, I think I'd, I'd, I'm going to agree with the guys in the sports scene on this one. Aye, a bit of rarity. Uh, but the deer probably where people expect him to be earning the season. Yeah, they, they started really well. And then on a bit. We, we were tipping them to, for, for great things, and then all of a sudden they kind of fell away. But they seemed yeah. to got the act together again. So, so uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest of the season pans out for them. But they're certainly they're, they're a team on form. They're, they're up there. It is pretty tight in that pack of teams. So um, who knows what's going to happen? Because it's, it's certainly it's looking like Celtic and Aberdeen are, are challenging for the title. Hearts are doing a bit of their kind of league of their own in the third spot. Yeah. And then everybody behind them down to Mullow could be aye. top six or playoff. Yep, yep. Aye, it could be. Aye, aye who knows what will happen. So, um, um, big thing for Dundee as well is a clean sheet. It's a, a rarity for them. Yes. Uh, third clean so. sheet in the league this season. It's surprising because so. Scott Brain's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah, he is, but it's the it's, it's I don't know, it's not him, it's the defence. The defence. Um, I think they've had problems as well with McPake being out. Um, so maybe you know, they had to kind of change the defence about a fair bit, so... Aye. I think I think that's what he was supposed to be coming and do is, is is kind of fill that hole, but he doesn't seem to quite seem to be the, the same kind of quality of player he was when he was at Celtic. Well, he was playing in India, so I don't know kind of oh, what well. the level's like in India. I'm assuming it's not quite as good as the SPFL. Um, I know our league get, maybe gets slighted a bit, but uh, I don't know much. I can't say I know much about the Indian league, but I can't imagine there's too much or too high a standard. Um, Right, I'm going to come back to talking about the other two games because I'd rather yes. we'll come back because that's where we'll probably focus for the rest of the night. Um, Aye, back to League One then. Back to League One. As we said earlier, Peterhead did manage to get the 3-2 win over 4-4 with Rhoda McAllister being on the score sheet again. Um, Big win for Dunfermline. Yeah, they came from behind. I think they were 2-0 down at one point to Air United. So to come back to 3-2 is a, a fine result for them and I think uh, yeah, they were they were they were two 0 down, two one down at half time because Moffat got one just before the the break for the penalty spot, um, and that was just eighty to ten men as well because Gilmer got sent off. Uh, Devon yeah. on goal and El back two was on the score sheet as well. So, so uh, it was a good turnaround for Dunfermline all right. Uh, but Peter Heads, that's when they're unbeaten on up to fourteen now. Yeah, and they're now five clear at Air United in the second spot. Yeah. Now, I can't remember exactly how all that pans out when it comes to um, who plays who. Uh, I've got a, I've got a feeling Peterhead would play air anyway, second versus third, and then fourth plays are what, ninth place for the top the division above. Ah, I think it is, but um, air could still finish second, maybe. They could two games in hand, but Peterhead are in fantastic run, and air have deteriorated really badly, uh, yeah. considering where they were. I, I don't. I don't think they'll get caught to the point that they'll drop out the playoffs entirely. They are still seven ahead of Airdrie and eight ahead of Albion Rovers. Yeah, they've played a game less than Airdrie as well. So I, again, though, in that league, it's very tight. It's uh, very tight. Fourth and seventh, two points between LJ and fourth, and Sunderland and seventh. Yeah, so, so it's looking like that last playoff spot where the excitement is. Yeah, I would say Kildare and Beath. Mind you, Kildare and Beath aren't totally out of it because they've got. Uh, Nicky Nick Clark's just got a 90 second minute winner for Rangers oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, I think it's still 1 0 in Edinburgh Derby as well to Hibs, so that, that's getting to be time there, I would think. I Hibs were favourites tonight, probably rightly so, I would say, in terms of the form. They've got one loss in 26. Hibs have done really good form. I, mean, I know they're playing a team third in the, the Premiership, but. It is their, their rivals as in the Edinburgh Derby anything can happen that kind of uh, one thing I never mentioned that's about Hibs earlier was the fact I heard Stuart McCall was talking about the possibility of John McKinn getting a, a call up for the friendlies upcoming friendlies really? Well, I yeah. never wasn't paying much attention to the Bundesliga I don't know whether it was on but was he on sports scene because I've never seen it I've, I've only watched highlights tonight but um, suppose Stuart McCall has been saying that uh, he could be a, a contender for the squads. Obviously, there's going to be two separate squads, supposedly, or how it's, how it's going to work. Um, but 
Oh, aye, because they're going to play two completely different teams. For yes. Um, whether it'll be two different, completely different squads, I don't know. I would think it'll just be a, maybe a large squad. Or, I don't know. Well, this is a type yeah, of thing. Whatever, but... Aye, exactly. So you never know, eh? Um, but the only change in League One really was Stenhouse Muir went above Sunra. Yeah, and that's the type sort of part of the, the league. So, I mean, four for still six behind Cowden Beath after getting beaten. Yeah, Peterhead, Breaking City, or a point behind Forfar. So, I mean, they got a draw against Cowden Beath, so I don't think it was a bad weekend for Forfar, but other than that, they're yeah. still sitting second bottom. Uh, another team that seems to be struggling in that league, though, is uh, Albion Novas um, in recent weeks. Uh, they've kind of swept a bit. I mean, they'll now against Stanard's not a bad result when they're away from home, but. Uh, and their big thing is that they struggle to score goals. Yeah. Uh, Albion Novas. I mean, even the headlines saying uh, it was Albion's. Josh Stewart, the goalkeeper, was making a string of saves to the rise to Amar, so it's an it was a, an earned nil-nil rather than a, a disappointing didn't get the goal himself kind of game. Aye, it was only a game as well that let down the let down the, the league for every game being both teams to score. Yeah, aye, it was a, it was a plethora of goals in the league one. It's a close one. Yeah. Uh, probably covers league one, I think. Aye, I uh, think uh, league two... A bit high. It was... well, Berwick have beaten Aaron Athletic at the moment 2-1 uh, and that follows on via Aaron Athletic's 3-1 draw obviously one through his and scuppered the charity bit uh, yeah Aaron continued th- to slide yeah I mean that, like, that's I think that coupled with Elgin's win at, against Clyde is, is I think this year Elgin are, are now favourites again I know that's oh, left it out at one point a couple yeah. of weeks ago but uh, Elgin are, are two points clear East 5 we also won at the weekend uh, they beat Abros 2-1 uh, he's fighting for only two points behind Elgin as well. Aye, but Elgin have that game in hand. Yeah. That makes a difference. Having said yeah. that, Sturman and Albion are, are sitting there third, uh, but six behind these five, but they've got two games in hand over them. Aye, that's probably the so, big game of the weekend. These five fans still in Albion League two. Yeah. And Queen's Park are in the same position, that's what's still in Albion. Yeah, Queen's fact, Park. So are Athletic. <laughs> Queen's Park. That was a shocker, there, kind of weekend. Queen's Park wasn't 3 0 at home to East Stirling. Yeah, that's got East Stirling off the bottom, crucially. Yeah. Now, it looks like they might head back there if Berwick hold on against Annan. Um because uh, that's being played tonight. So it's slightly confusing because they're looking at these things at the moment. Um I wonder if it's still that way, actually, as I'm not checked that. It's still too late. Aye. Ben's suspended just now anyway in League Two because obviously there's games getting played. Aye. But, but yeah, I think Elgin were five to two last looked, whereas Erlen when we were trying to talk about them earlier in the season, they were six to one, I think. Aye, we're getting good odds on them. Um, stupidly, I never had a punt on them myself, but uh, hopefully some people, some people kind of listened and took advantage. It's looking good for them. And the, the big thing as well, I think, crucially for Elgin, is their defence uh, is probably, I would say, the kind of best defence in the league. Um, plenty of clean sheets they keep, and kind of score kind of plenty as well. So. I think the, the other interesting headline for League 2 is probably Clyde and their um, failure to pay HMRC, which has scuppered their chances of playing some of their January signings. Aye. It's uh, an interesting little quirk. I, I, I could probably make a joke about Barry Ferguson. Um, Aye, I will. I'll let you. Aye, I thought it was... you. You can fill in the blanks yourself. Sorry, I got distracted there because it's full-time at Rugby Park. And Rangers have beaten Kamala 2-1. So they'll go on to play... Actually, we don't know because we've still got that other game to play. I thought I, I could have sworn all three games were supposed to be played tonight and then Dundee and Barton's actually next Tuesday, which surprised me a bit when I read that. Yeah. But aye, they'll, they'll now, um, whoever wins that game next Tuesday will, will be facing a cup tie at Ibrox. Aye, if it's Dundee, though, they go through, I would fancy Dundee. Aye, and the, the, the former one. You would expect that Dundee should go through as well, but... Um, the fact that they went to replay in the first place is a bit of a blow for them. Uh, especially since uh, they've still got a game at home to Celtic to schedule somewhere along the way, which I'm still waiting to find out what happens. Because that one got bumped when the East Kilbride Celtic game went to the BBC. And yeah. it, was, it was supposed to be the Tuesday afterwards and then had to scrap it again. <sighs> I think I had that rant at the time. Stupid schedule. Ah, you've had a few rants this season. Haven't we both no, have? I, I, we're building up to one, don't worry. Most week there's some kind of rant. Um, whether it's referees, um, TV, sport, aye, whether it's sports scene or scheduling of fixtures or or not scheduling fixtures or not being able to have fixtures on TV. Well, we, we have As the we had tonight with uh, Edinburgh Derby. 
Edinburgh Derby we should be watching but we couldn't because the Champions League was on we could have watched Rangers playing at Kilmarnock but no we couldn't because the Champions League was on Aye, but if, um, you're on per- if you're on Periscope, though, supposedly uh, the, Hibs Heart- the Hibs Hearts game's on. I was reading that on Twitter earlier. There was 10,000 people watching Periscope. Some guy in the stand holding his phone up, filming the game. That's probably, uh, well, I suppose the, the, the killjoys among them would say that's illegal. You can't film at the stadium and broadcast it on the internet. All that jazz. And I wouldn't be surprised if you ever try and sue people now. Um, but I mean, I think that's, that's very innovative, and um, it's, it's fantastic that people have been able to actually see someone in action, even if it's just iPhone footage. Yep. But the fact is, ten thousand people watching it is quite amazing. Definitely, uh, it would have been it would have had good viewing figures as well if it had been on normal TV. I oh, think. definitely. I mean, I just watch TV. Uh, as it was, I had um, PSV Chelsea on in the background. Uh, but I, I would, if, if I'd had the choice, it'd have been Edinburgh Derby for me. Yep. It seems to be still going, by the way. I've not had the notification to say it's full time yet. So, uh, but it's still one now, Hubs. So, must be deep into injury time now, surely. Um, I suppose we could, well... Right, so that, that's the rant about I... um, the fixtures. Before we we'll come, come back to another from, one, or shall we? Before we come on to another rant, we'll just say that Celtic won 2-0. I have very little to say about Celtic's 2-0 win. Um, I haven't been to a game in ages and to be honest even the highlights were a bit boring uh, all, I, the only thing I took from it well. is that Johansson looked to have be back to being a bit decent again but the, the oddest thing for me was I thought in the highlights Armstrong looked alright but everybody I've spoken to said it was actually the game said Armstrong was rubbish uh, he said it goal he put the cross in for uh, Boyata but apparently it was rubbish that's the, why it's so hard to tell yeah arm, armchair fans now exactly uh, yeah. but so I, I mean, I honestly couldn't tell you how Celtic played at the weekend. And the reports were it wasn't great, uh, but the, the the key thing was that Griffiths got his thirtieth goal of the season. He's the fastest uh, man at Celtic to do that since Larson did it. Although Larson did it by the second of January uh, twice. <laughs> but I mean, I, I've looked into it to find out who had actually scored thirty goals for Celtic in a season, and there's only Gary Hooper, John Hartson, Scott McDonald, and Chris Commons, and all of them did it in May. So uh, for Lee Griffiths to do it in February, uh, he's, he's on a, a decent run. What was it, I remember Larson scoring, was it 42? In he, he got 53 goals one season. The season was it 42 so. in the league? He got 35 in the league. 35 in the league? Yep. So uh, oh, that's full time. Habs have beaten Hearts 1-0. So uh, they go on to play... Who did they go on to play? Uh, I want to say Ross County, but... It's, uh... I can't remember. I thought I lost interest in the cup anyway. Oh, I wonder why that is. Eh? What's that? I wonder why that is. Actually, that was the two teams that put knocked you out of the cups this season that played each other. Aye. Yep. But, uh, I have absolutely no idea who it is that I was going to play. This is well organised, us. Aye, I know. <laughs> I can't even find it on the BBC website. You know, their website's like, they don't give you the fixtures for things that aren't open aye, yet. Aye, that's no surprise. There must be something about the draw, though, or something like that. Oh, no, they, play, they host Inverness now. That's what it is. Inverness. Yep. I, Inverness, Ross County, same thing. Right. Well, Some apart from... You, tell that, you can tell that to Andy. I'm staying. Aye. <laughs> I suppose it's a disappointing thing for Celtic perspective as both Ross County and Inverness are still there and could be met in a semi-final. Yes. That doesn't bode well. We'll have to get past Morton first, right enough. Aye, anyway, aye. let's get to the, 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 the crux of the matter here. Aberdeen... Well, at Inverness on Monday night. That's yes. Recording on a Tuesday. Um, Not that I saw it because I was on my way back from Germany, which I'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll come on in the end. And to be fair, Aberdeen started really well. Yes. Good goal for Rooney. Looking pretty th- good. Yep. You'd think that would settle us. I think I'd have settled you. But then things started to go wrong, like Johnny Hayes got injured. Oh, I, that to I, me is the crucial moment in that game. Because the minute Johnny Hayes got injured, Aberdeen looked a shadow of the team they were before. There was actually a stat that they never had another shot on goal or, or on target after uh, Rooney's goal. But I don't think it was the fact that Rooney had scored. I think it was the fact Hayes went off. Because Aberdeen just do not look as good without Hayes. Yeah, but from what, I'd read, from what I've read and heard as well, it wasn't just the fact of that. But if Hayes goes off, you then need McGinn to be on form. And I believe McGinn had one of his poor games last night. He was quite... So, 
um, that didn't help. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, as well, I what really didn't help was Ash Taylor. Ash, yes. Now I remember Ash Taylor giving away a completely needless penalty at Celtic Park earlier this season. Well, Chris Commons was going absolutely nowhere and was getting to the edge of the box and Ash Taylor just came over and clattered him. That gave Celtic a penalty. I think it made it 2-0. That penalty actually, that pretty much killed everything. Now, that was one mistake. I counted about four mistakes that Ash Taylor made in this game. Because he completely gifts the first goal. But I don't know, I think he overran trying to cover the... He tried to be clever. He tried to be clever. He should have just cleared it. Aye, so... So there's no doubt he can made a mess of that. Um, at the very end of the first half, he went up for a header, misjudged it entirely and threw his hand at it, which Willie Collin booked him for. Now, he was moaning it wasn't deliberate, but to be honest, I don't know what you were trying with that hand in the first place. So that, to me, is mistake number two that he makes. Is that after he'd been booked? Because I heard, uh, heard kind of, uh, was, I don't know if it was McKinnis that said that the reason why he, Taylor probably never questioned the, the penalty was the fact he'd been booked prior to it. Well, yeah, because the booking came right at the end of the first half. Right at the end of the first half. So the second half, we, we have the penalty. And this is this is where we start slagging off really calm. For me, Ash Taylor goes in with his foot very high and makes absolutely no contact whatsoever. Yes, and Draper so, also goes in with his foot goes in high anyway. High, but so. not quite as high. So, if you're being yes. really generous, so the, you give an indirect free kick. For the high, for the higher of the two feet to Inverness, but there's no contact, so it's not a penalty. But no, Willie yeah, gives it a penalty and it gets stuck away, and that's two one to Inverness. Um, and he's going to be the Euros. Yep, he, he's going to be the Euros. Right, he's going to ruin someone's dreams. We're not even done yet. Willie actually manages to get something right in this game because the next thing, oh, happens, yeah. as a ball comes in for the the, the right hand side for Inverness, it gets flicked on to a guy who's in an offside position. Uh, and it gets flicked on by Ash Taylor. It was uh, flicked on by Ash Taylor. This is the key. The, the line's been flagged. The, the linesman correctly yeah. puts his flag up and says he's offside. And then after Molly Collins speaks to him and says that flicked off the head of Ash Taylor, they go, "Yep, okay, go." It's an absolutely correct decision. Absolutely no problem with this one whatsoever. So that for me is now the fourth mistake that Ash Taylor has made. Aye. He's managed to he's managed to play a crucial part in all three goals. Which... Not, 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 a, not a game we'll remember, definitely. No, I, I, right. People like me might remember it, of course. But, but we've got no options. Uh, we've got, because Quinn's away. Yep. Considine's injured. So, yep. really, well, unless we bring in a youth player, which. Which uh, seems like an even riskier option. The only one that's maybe close would be McKenna, who got recalled uh, recently. But, uh, aye, we're kind of struggling there. I, I would think as well. McKenna should just continue with kind of Taylor's not much else he can do unless he does put a leap of faith and kind of give maybe McKenna a shout or something like that. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem likely, does it? No, I don't think so. So Taylor uh, continues. Sto- story uh, coming in has kind of been forced on us a bit because we haven't had any other option and it's been through two injuries. Um, I think McKenna should rather players play themselves back into form if it's experienced players or older players as opposed to Brennan maybe. Someone in, it's whether the youngster's good enough as well though. Um stories coming in looked kinda as if he's he's ready for a first team action, but I don't know if there's many others um that are just now. Yeah. But we're not actually done slagging off all the column though. And you don't know this because you haven't seen the highlight or you haven't seen the highlights because the BBC I, I've put not seen the highlights. The BBC I, oddly stopped heard. after the third goal, despite the fact there was not one but two clear penalty claims for Aberdeen. Now the first yeah. one, Shinny gets kicked. It's somewhat similar looking to what the Inverness penalty was actually because the two of them kind of go for the ball with their foot up. But in this case, Shinny's soul actually gets kicked. So for me, penalty. Actual contact. Yeah, there's actual contact. That makes a big difference. I don't think there was any doubt it was a penalty for me. But Willicom doesn't give that one, which is just bizarre. The other one, I can, if I'm being generous to Willicom, I can kind of give him the benefit of the doubt because what we have is two men wrestling in the box. Right. The key difference is the Aberdeen player's looking at the ball, the Inverness player is looking at his man. And all he's doing is dragging him about. And he wins. He's the one that throws, it's, the Inverness man throws the Aberdeen man to the ground. I really wish you'd have noted who these men were because this makes it easier to escape. It 
to me, it should be a penalty. So, ultimately, Willie Colm has refused to give Aberdeen two, two clear penalties. He's given Inverness a penalty that wasn't. Uh, uh, that's a, a three-goal turnaround, and the game was lost by two goals. Aye. I, I think, from what I've heard, though, we didn't probably deserve to get much out of the game. Uh, oh, and I think, I think Derek and Dennis acknowledged that fact. Um, Aberdeen, after, I think, I said earlier, when, De- when Johnny Hayes goes off injured, Aberdeen just kind of collapsed. They don't look anywhere near as good a team. Aye. And it, for, for one man to make that big a difference is a bit of a surprise. But, having said that, when you're looking at Inverness getting a penalty for nothing and getting away with two penalties, it should have been. Aye. You can't, you can't not slack off the ref for this one. The ref has cost you. Changes games, changes games, changes momentum in the games as well. No no doubt about it. So, but... And at once, you've always got a good chance. But the the penalty they do get comes, and that makes it 2-1 to Inverness. And then then Aberdeen are chasing the game. And Inverness, the third goal came for one of their many breaks up the park. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of planned out after it went 2-1. It was kind of Aberdeen were on the attack trying to get back into the game. And every so often, Inverness will go up the park. Aye, Inverness is a good run of form, mind you. They've they've only got one loss tonight, but I yeah. we'd obviously been in a great run of twelve games unbeaten. Um, big thing as well I heard about last night was midfield Draper and Tanzi kind of dominating midfield. Aye, um, they ran it so. Aye, and obviously Draper was the one that went down, and then uh, Aberdeen target Tanzi scores a penalty, doesn't they? Aye, that's it's always a way, isn't it? Two weeks after so, the night, a move. It's uh, he's a man putting the. Putting in the sword. Uh, bye, we just need to take on the chin and can go again. That's all we can do. And they've got a quick quick uh, game in Friday to come. Against I, I, that, also, that's, so. that's probably the best thing that can happen for Aberdeen. Is it, it's, it's quick fire. You're playing Monday night and you're going to play Friday night again. Again, it's, yeah. it's on the uh, it's, but I've not heard yet how long Hayes is out for. I've, I've heard talk that he could be out for six weeks, but I've not seen anything that comes yet. See, um, if he the is, impression I got is took him massive. off as quickly as possible to try and make sure it wasn't going to be as long as that. So, yeah. I think Friday night is probably unlikely. Yeah. But he may be back after that. He may be back as early as the St. Johnson game. Yeah, but I, that was only something I seen online. It wasn't It wasn't anything official. So no, I've not, I've not seen anything. Like I hope, hope it's not, it. because um, if that was to happen as well again, we'd be spoken as well about being short of options in kind of wide areas, um, whether it would mean a change of change of style or what would happen. Pollock would be the one that would naturally step in, but then beyond that, in terms of players that can play wide, you've got Scott Wright, kind of youngster. Don't know whether I don't know whether Church could play that role or what would happen. Uh, I know Rooney's played wide, but Rooney that's just a waste putting Rooney wide. Don't say he's scoring. Um, he will always get you through the middle, so I hopefully he isn't out for uh, too long. Right, I'm not finished. Uh, I I uh, obviously, the fallout since that has been uh, astronomical because it wasn't the same. Oh, yeah. for screwed yeah, the this week. It was Aberdeen. Um, <laughs> nothing better then, but Wallacombe seems to have come in for an absolute pounding because of this one game. Now, I know for a fact it's not this one game because. It was him that was in charge the last time Aberdeen played Inverness. There was two penalties in that game, and neither of them were penalties. The week before yeah. that, he played. He was at uh, the Falkirk Stadium. He gave Falkirk a penalty for a, a foul that was outside the box, and gave Rangers a penalty for nothing. Yep, yep. Um, if if you want to, if you want to go all the way, but I've seen people complain about him in Europe because he always seems to get Champions League games, which yep. is inexplicable until you remember where Hugh Dallas is at the moment. Oh yeah, he's working for UEFA. Uh, you you can go all the way back to five and a half years ago when I sat at Celtic Park and watched him give Rangers a penalty with his back turned because Kurt Broadfoot decided he was going to take a dive next to uh, was it Dan Mistorovic? I think it was Dan Mistorovic. Uh, he had just... his back turned. There was no way he seen that penalty. That's how long I've known Willie Collins a clown. Five and a half years. It's as if yeah. Scotland has suddenly woken up to the fact that Willie Collins is completely <laughs> incapable of doing his job. <sighs> To be fair, you I think he'll be, he'll be managing or running a game somewhere in the next week. Um, aye, it's no way. If you ask any fan in Scotland about what they call him, they'll all say the same thing. He's no fit for the job. No, but well, if uh, you ask the Aberdeen fans last night, he was, they were singing about who he's a Celtic fan. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> but there's, I've seen there's a petition as well to try and get him uh, to 
came out. But uh, he, he needs to go. He's he's a, he's an absolute liability. He's embarrassing. And the fact he's gone to Euro twenty sixteen, I sat I was I was sitting watching who was Mark Clattenberg refereeing on Sunday. Um, one of the English games on Super Sunday, which was remarkably actually decent to watch for a change. I think it was a Spurs Man City game, that's what. Right. They were refereeing him. And now, now Quinn's sitting in the, in the stands saying, Oh, he's going to the European Championships. He must be good. And then it was some controversial penalty or something in that game as well. Because it was almost that belief that he's going to the European Championships, therefore he cannot be questioned because he's been recognised as being good. No, it just means somebody's got a pal. You, you would think something like that, though, right? Obviously, we had the situation before when Celtic complained about the referee and there was a big kind of case made of it, but you would think with so many cops suffering from his decisions or wrong decisions that a few teams would get together and contact the SFA and say, look, right, but you what's, know what, what's happening here? If, 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 maybe if, maybe if I can all banded together. If the club's all banded together to try and get what I call them sacked, the referees would go and strike. What they did the last time with the Dougie McDonald thing, when Dougie McDonald was caught lying. I mean, you don't you don't mind so much if it's a if it's an odd decision here and there, and we, Aye, we accept that people can make mistakes. But yeah. when it's regularly, it's regular. It's just if I made that many mistakes at work, I'd get my job. Exactly. No um, so... Was it what we call the issue with Hearts and Hamilton near the start of the season as well? Hearts had a man sent off for absolutely nothing. Might have been. I'm sure. I'm sure that was the one. That, like, was that not the one that Hearts were practicing with ten men because he knew Billy Cole was coming up. That's what started that joke. Aye. See him again. He just turns up so many times. We've slated him in this podcast countless times. Aye, it's like a bad smell. Aye, just does not go away. And let's say it'll be guaranteed. We'll check the facts of the list later in the week. He'll be there. He'll be refereeing some important game because he's a recognised top official. He's a yeah. clown. Utter clown. Wait. You see, Michael Stewart's the latest one that's on the BBC website slating him. It says, it beggars belief how Willie Collin can still be refereeing at the top level of this game. There's just far too many of the big decisions he gets wrong. Yep. Hi. Yet again, Michael Stewart on the money. He's yeah. one of the kind of better pundits we have in Scotland. I mean, to be fair, Derek McInnes was a bit more reserved last night and he, he, tried, he, like, he knows he can't criticise the referee or he'll get pulled up. So he turns it around and says that Collin was conned. But Draper by going down, and well, Draper they interviewed Draper after the game. Actually, he reckoned there was actually contact. So, aye, the, the problem is Ben McInnes in that one. The problem is McInnes has to obviously watch what he says because exactly. if he says something, right, it'll, be, it'll be up in front of the the beaks. But yeah, it was Willie Collum. Uh, he gave Callum Parson a red card. Where did you see? And that happened in the Hearts game too many times. But aye, he's going. To... I mean, down south, I've heard. I mean, referees make bad decisions quite often. They'll get demoted to lower league, to lower leagues. Oh, great! I was up here. instead. That'd be ah, that'd be really good, Emil. Chip it, aye. Like I said, it'd be great to not talk about referees. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to go on a podcast and talk about things like. Um, Great football. And Great football and how Suarez was actually inside the D when Messi rolled it. <laughs> Did, have you seen the Barcelona penalty? Yeah, I've seen it. I... <laughs> Man, like it's... Ajax, Ajax did that years ago. I know oh, that's that. I mean, Cruyff, is, this is like 40 years ago, so I'm Cruyff to that. But... No, Cruyff and... Was it Jesper Olsen? I think it was the one you... But I, 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 I'm such a buzzkill with this one because I keep saying, ah, oh, Suarez is in the D, that's encroachment. Because Messi technically missed it, should be a free kick to sell it off ego. It's, but really, it's, it's like. I see people, the other thing about that one was I've seen people saying it was disrespectful because of a showboating. So, no, it's entertaining. Is that the rules? Shut up. Yeah. God forbid we should be entertained by football. Yep. No, no, let's, let's get back to talking about referees and other garbage. Aye, exactly. <laughs> Oh, anyway, right. I think we should probably what, no. because that's probably not done my blood pressure any good that conversation about all I call. No. Uh, shall we move to charity and bet in the prediction? The reason why I've not seen much of... Oh, no, yeah, it was. Oh, I was going to talk about where I'd been, but I can leave that made to the end. All right, we'll move it to the end because uh, it's, it's probably good. I'll leave it to the end. Right, all right, we'll move on. It's probably been a few. Yeah. Um, all right, you say we'll start off with the Friday night game at Four Hill for Thrills, Partick Thistle versus Aberdeen. And since you've not seen Aberdeen much, I'll let you go first. Aye, we'll get back to one in ways. Uh, but it might just be a wee kind of cheeky one now. 
Fun enough, that's what I was going to go with as well. This one did really well to get a 0 0 with Audrey, but I can't see him, I can't, can't see him keeping another clean sheet against Aberdeen. Aye, that's all a 31 to 10, the draws 5 to 2, and Aberdeen are 20 to 21. That's not bad, but I'm not betting a Friday night in the charity, but. No, no, there are no drinks in this. <laughs> Mind um, you, it's not, it's not always worked. Yeah. Right, so moving on to the Saturday games, and what I think might actually prove to be crucial because we've just spent the last sort of, well, before we talked about Rollicom, we're talking about how Inverness are in a good run of form, and they, they seem to know how to play certain teams, and they've certainly shown in the past they know how to play Celtic, so they travel to Celtic Park for the three o'clock kickoff. Play our, yeah, yeah, maybe I'd upset. I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Celtic the benefit of the doubt and say we'll maybe win two one, but I think I, I'm, if that's not two one and Inverness takes them, I would not be surprised in the least. I think Inverness could just Aye. undo the, the 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 help they gave Celtic this week by taking something off Celtic and helping Aberdeen it. The only thing I don't like is all see John Hughes. He always talks up Celtic too much. It's always as if he's like oh, touting himself for the Celtic job at some point. Um, so, who's which side is bread butter? Do you mean it's whether I go with my head or my heart? Go with the head. Head's always good. I know. I think Celtic win two one. Odds for that Celtic are one to six. The draw is seven to one. Inverness sixteen to one. Inverness are worth a few quid with that, by the way, in terms of underdog. Aye, definitely. So, aye, I'd imagine there'd be a few people in that. All right. So, next up, Championship bound down United for Houston Hearts. Um, I'm going. I think Dan United are done then. I'm going 2 0 hearts. 2 0 hearts. Yeah. Um, I'll go Dundee United 1 hearts 2 for that one. And Dundee United are 19 to 10. The draw is 5 to 2 in hearts and a very attractive 29 to 20. Okay, next up. Come on, of course, Dundee. Yeah, give it a decent game. Lee Clark's first sure. game in charge. Clark's first game in charge. We never mentioned Lee Clark's team charge, did we? We, we mentioned Lee McCulloch was finishing up tonight, but... Um. We could have touched on it. I did say about how McCulloch had kind of said there was a wee bit before Clark takes over, but that was about it. Yeah, so we spoke... Clark was certainly there tonight, it just wasn't in the dugout. Aye, we'd spoken, was it last week, maybe we said about his fact that kind of taking over and his record's not been great down south, but then his last job was at Blackpool, whereby there was... All kinds of financial trouble there, so I mean, some are to Kilmarnock, they've not exactly. I don't think there's. Well, there's no if, they get releg- if they get relegated, I think there'll be kind of, maybe serious problems there. Aye, aye, could be right. But he, he certainly talked the right game when he was talking about getting the fans back in. And what was that, Michael Johnson? Three and a half year deal, which. Uh... It's optimistic, <laughs> <laughs> given, the, given the, 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 the scale that uh, managers have been coming in and going soon thereafter over there. Aye, exactly. Well, I heard them on the news yesterday about the, the, the list of managers that have come and gone there. One of them I mentioned was Kenny Shields, and you forget Kenny Shields won him a trophy. Aye. Well, I don't, because he was there. <laughs> another, another Celtic League Cup failure. But, um, aye. Um, what, what, Clark, aye, sorry. what Clark needs to do is get Kilmarnock enjoying playing at Rugby Park, because I don't think that they've enjoyed playing at Rugby Park much this, this season. Um, so you would think his first... Full, full game in charge maybe they'll see a bit of an increase in crowd obviously tonight they had a good crowd because it was the Plain Rangers but mm-hmm. um, you would hope maybe the fans will get behind the new manager though there's a lot of fans that just won't go back while uh, Michael Johnson's there yeah sadly that's the case so um, I don't I don't, I'd imagine they might get a wee boost and certainly I think Dundee will take a decent travelling support as well yep they tend to do yep. so there should be a reasonable turnout for that game um, so so yeah, we should make a prediction then. Aye, I, I'm going to draw, uh, and I'm I might go even go for a Desmond. What two all? Desmond two all. Aye. Um, I'm inclined to favour Dundee. I think I, I, I'm going to go two one Dundee because I think there'll be goals for both. But uh, aye, I think that's that's probably the, the best bet. Kilmarnock yeah. are nineteen to ten to win, five to two to draw, and twenty nine to twenty if you fancy Dundee. So. Aye, they've just placed up the Kalanick and the D game the same as Dundee United Hearts. Just yeah. Pure laziness. No. 
Vicky phoning us in. <laughs> Alright, next up is Ross County hosting Hamilton. And Hamilton have kept a remarkable number of clean sheets recently. Of one small whip at Celtic Park. Aye. <laughs> even even overall this season in the league they've kept eight clean sheets. Have I said that I don't think they'll do it a thing well. I think Ross County are likely to get a goal at least. I thought I was going to give my benefit that it's going to be 2-0 two, two first count Aye, County Albers can have a bit of a kind of mixed bag they either win or lose Yeah, you don't draw In recent... they just don't draw uh, ever <laughs> and Hamilton's but Hamilton's away form has been pretty decent 1-2 drawn 2 lost 2 in the last 6 <laughs> away um, I don't know hard on to call I'll go for Ross County 1 Hamilton 0 Ross County 5 14-5 with Ross 17-5 Hamilton and the final game of the weekend is Johnson versus Motherwell I wonder when Motherwell will turn up that team but you'd think they'll get a lift from tonight you, you would think um, two goals for Scotland I'm almost inclined to say no no Paul Band. <laughs> no, no, Paul Band. Yep. Um, I'll go for St. John's and Nell Motherwell one. And the odds in that one are St. John's and one to one. Rarely ever see that. Uh, 13 to 5 a draw and 14 to 5 Motherwell. That's oddly shaped towards St. John's for a team that can't score at the moment. I don't know what I'm basing that on. Alright, so there was nothing jumped out at me there. No, I don't know. It was the only thing that would maybe was hearts, that they both take hearts. Uh, yeah. 29-20. Whether that would be an option, but what have we got down the leaks? We have... Man. Peterhead, 3-4 at Kilnambeath. Kilnambeath's home form was decent earlier in the season, but it's kind of Tailed off a wee bit. Uh, Elgin, 3 to 4 at Montrose. Very decent away for him, I don't remember. Um, East 5, 5 to 6 at home at Stirling Albion, though it is second versus third. Stirling Albion thumped somebody 7 0 last Tuesday. <laughs> I think it was, was it Montrose? Yeah, Montrose. Do we, think, do we think Clyde will get back to on ways against Berwick? Maybe 4-5 at home. Pretty decent against a team that's, mind you, Berwick. Did, did Berwick end up winning tonight? Um, yeah, 3-2. Finished. 3-2. Must be two late goals. I never noticed. But I bet it would beat Anna 3-2. So. It's getting to that point where it's more difficult to kind of predict. Because everyone's playing for either to try and get promoted or avoid relegation or whatever. Yeah. I don't fancy Clyde, I think they're, they're off-field issues might be distracting. Yeah. Uh, fancy fancy Elgin, 3-4 at Montrose? Yeah, I think so. It's quite an attractive price. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm thinking East Fife as well, because they're at home. I know ah, it's I was thinking as well. But the, uh, the home kind of tie offers a try and have a Try and have a look at where that I tell you what, like. Hearts, Elgin and East Fife treble, £10 and that would be 78 60 that's ambitious. But I don't think that's beyond the realm of the possibility. No, no. Alright, I'm happy with that then. I will go with it. Okay, so what we need now is a first goal scorer. You know who's been decent first goal scorer in the last few weeks? Blair Olsen, the Falkirk. The Falkirk, midfielder though. I don't know whether... He seems to be on the score sheet quite a bit, just in the last few weeks. I think he follows in Baird's chances. What about... Oh, mind you, it's a Sunday game. I was going to say Anthony, was going to say Anthony Stokes for Hibs. No, Cummins got a goal tonight against Hearts. Cummins says they were the, the better option when it comes to first goals. I've seen Stokes against Hearts in the, the first game when it was, he was rubbish. <laughs> Wycorn also got back to goal-scoring ways, but then he did get a penalty tonight. I did see, I seen a stat earlier that said it's the first penalty Rangers have had in six games. It's the first goal that Wycorn scored in six games. 
uhum. e tudo o resto. Sim, para fui times mesmo nas week. Do you want to go with McAllister? Or do we go back to remember we went for Nathan Austin recently? Uh, also scored first, I think, this <laughs> week. I think I'm reading soon. Uh, yep, Austin scored first. Injury time in first half. No, mm. that's doubling up uh, what we've got. I'm, I'm, when, what's McAllister's Peter Hedder away to cow and beef? It's oh, not bad. I was just looking as well at form in League 2. Yeah. I think uh, think pushes me towards McAllister. I go with that. Alright, where do McAllister is then? Um, I don't even see odds for Peter Hedder's game at the moment. <laughs> Never mind the, the goal scorer, so I think I'll be posting Peter Hedder 3 to 4. Oh, Peter Hedder 3 to 4 at Kieran Beath. What? Aye, but they won't have first goal scorer, I bet shit. Probably Tuesday. Usually they've not got that priced up yet. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, I'll try and see if I can get any odds. They don't at the moment, you're right. Oh, well, we can tweet that later in the week. So that's uh, so Ronnie McAllister, Peterhead, first goal scorer, and a treble on Hearts, Elgin City, and East Fife. Right, go for it. Tell us about Germany. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> um, the only thing I was, the game kicked off at half three, so I was in Dortmund um, for a Dortmund Hanover game. Managed to get tickets for the away end because to try and get a ticket for the home end is pretty much nigh on impossible. Uh, I found out on Sunday that the, the wall, the famous wall in Dortmund where the, the standing section is, has a 19-year waiting list for a season ticket. Oh, that sounds about right. Um, and last year, they only had 91 return season tickets out of 55,000 uh, Dortmund. So uh, if you can ever get a ticket for the wall, then snap it up. Um, so went to the game, did stadium tour, did... But had a look at the museum as well. It was there. Went early to the game because obviously in Germany the the laws with regards to drinking and and that well, you can drink before the game round the ground quite easily. Price decent, really decent, three euros a beer, um, and it was good quality beer as well. So probably shouldn't have had as many beers as I had before the game because uh, there was a. A man in the same door was sitting that wasn't too happy about times I had to go to the toilet. Um, so it, was rather, it was rather cold. Um, so that probably wasn't the best idea. But I experienced itself. I mean, atmosphere, kind of sell out crowd. They, they could, folk are going to the, I mean, folk are going to the ground two hours before the game. Um, what is it they're doing on the ground that's worth it? Just. Just it's just all colour. Just feel. I don't think. It, I don't even know if it's as much about the drink. The, st- the stadium's full, so that helps. It's what eighty thousand odd. Um, before the game as well, they've got people in the pitch for like flags and all that. They've got at the wall, the the wall. So they kind of the, fa- the famous bit where you got all your good banners that you've seen in big Champions League nights and big games in Germany. They actually have a uh, speak like big speakers. So that the noise that the fans make kind of amplifies, makes it even kind of better in terms of acoustics. But they also, as well, you're pricing it in a lot of kind of teams in Europe. They have like a kind of a kind of ringleader who gets oh, the crowd sending, who gets the crowd yeah. sending the songs. They're not, these guys aren't even watching the game, but they've actually got wee platforms for them. They had it in the away section as well because I was in the away end. Um, though to call it the away end was probably been. Uh, not describing it quite well because about half the folk that were in that end were Dortmund fans as well uh, because folk that can't get tickets just get tickets for the, the away end a um, lot of tourists as well like myself uh, a lot from Liverpool obviously with a uh, club connection but just the atmosphere terrific I mean these, these guys the ring leader guys are just constantly telling the fans what to sign and they're sitting back at them just the full kind of 90 minutes um, terrific atmosphere, flags waving all over the place. The colour as well makes it so good. See, they could have just do it, obviously, the strip that Dom playing. It, it makes it look good as well. Um, and I, I dare say it probably does help. 
the fact that folk are having beers at home, even in Scotland, people have beers at the pub before it, but just they seem to just do things right. They have it right. The game itself actually was not terrifically great. Um, kind of goal, the goal that won it was pretty good, but I wouldn't say this. It was a great game, but probably wasn't helped by the fact that Obama Yang was out injured, um, and they ended up instead of playing like another striker up front, they played Royce in a kind of false nine type position, and that kind of took the best out of Royce out of the game. But I just, I don't know, just the atmosphere was just really good, constant sitting, and people uh, enjoying the game, and even with the drinking aspect of it, even though you can have a beer at your seat. There didn't tend to be a lot of people going for beers during the game. Um, apart from maybe myself, I had a kind of couple of beers during the game um, as well. But I just they just haven't nailed on. That's the f- second time I've been to get a German game, and both times I've really enjoyed the experience. Um, full capacity, constant sitting, and everything. I just, I they've got it. They've got it nailed as well, and that's even with. In Germany, they've got possibly even more live games on TV than what they do in down south. Yeah, um, but they make it that, affordable to go. I mean, you, you you can get expensive tickets for German games, but my, my ticket was well, I I sat in not as an expensive seat, but my seat was about thirty five euros, I think it was. Um, and I think where my wife and son sat was maybe about. 50 euros did you sit on your own <laughs> no uh, I'd got the tickets off a, a Hanover fan alright um, who's on another kind of, a football forum he's a kind of Scottish guy that kind of moved over there um, so I, he said I you're probably unlikely to get tickets for the Dortmund then so I can get you tickets if you want and I was like right okay brilliant so obviously I treated him to a few beers to say thanks as well Um but I mean, they've got, they've got loads of football on TV. There must be, they must. I think they show about. I think they've got a Friday night slot. That's always got a game, and kind of a Saturday as well. That you can supposedly you can watch any of the games live on, maybe not live on TV, but you can watch any of them on Sky. Um, and on a Sunday, they've certainly got a game. But I think they have about maybe four games on TV, weekend, and then Bundesliga two as well. They have about. Maybe the same three or four games that are live on TV, but even Bundesliga too. They've got sellout crowds, great crowds. Um, but Dortmund's one of the most more expensive kind of stadiums to go to. But still, what we were all in for the series, maybe by the time you worked out the exchange, hundred and five pound for three tickets. But one of the kind of bigger teams in Europe. So Aye, it's, it's it's not cheap, but still, it's no. It's no English prices. Well, it's no English prices. It's, it's English prices. It's closer to English prices in Scotland, actually. Um, though, in terms of before, when I've been to a game, I've only been to, I've been to one uh, Premier League game down south, and that was Man City and Fulham, and actually I paid about the same price for my ticket. Um, but I, I definitely, I would, I would go again. Um, it, was, it was for my son, he wanted to go. Um, but I would go again. I would say, though, it, it's the only reason to go to Dortmund is for the football. Uh, and the beer and the really? bratwurst that's not really anything to do there's a big massive German football museum which I never actually got a chance to go to I went to the, the British Dortmund Museum which was pretty cool in terms of the history of Dortmund um, and interestingly the the ground they play actually now the Signal in the Park is right beside where the old stadium was and the old stadium's still there though to call that a stadium it was basically like a public park with a running track and Terrison. Um so I right beside it. Never one I've been to. I, I, obviously, I fancy going to Dortmund because most like most football fans would quite like to go to Aye. West Ham Stadium. But um, ah, I've been to I've been to Munich's old stadium, the Olympic Stadium. Aye. Back in two thousand three, when Celtic played there, um, and it's that's a that's a sight to behold. Yeah. I, I'd love to go over to the new one, the Allianz Arena. But, I quite fancy it at one point as well myself. But yeah. the, um, the only other German football stadium I've been in is actually Hanover's, I think, because I went there for the, the, World, the World Cup in 2006. I've seen Poland play Costa Rica in a dead rubber. It was Poland. Yeah. Felt like um, it, was, it was nice to get a bit of revenge over Costa Rica. What was that, 16 years after the, <laughs> after what they'd done to us? 
Uh, I'm just, aye. I mean, I'm looking at Bundesliga table. I didn't realise Hanover were actually bottom. Aye, they, are. they played alright. They, but aye, the weather wasn't great as well, so aye, the game itself was yeah, so so. Um, but it's just aye, the, the actual experience, the atmosphere, everything like that was really good. Um, and aye, I really uh, enjoyed the stadium tour. The stadium tour, actually, I've done a couple of stadium tours, and obviously you, you go behind the seat and all that and stuff, but. They took you around the kind of full stadium and all the kind of different parts, different sections and all that. Um, and the eye kind of... That's good. Yes, so. Right, we should probably stop before this does turn into the German football for us. Ah, I know, aye. Because um, my German, as we realised in a previous podcast, is dreadful. Aye, but well, <laughs> I, I was pretty... It's pretty embarrassing being away and I speak hardly any German. Thank my wife, she's perfect German, but I... No, please, thank you, hello, goodbye, and... Beyond that, not, not much. Maybe a couple of numbers, I know, but no, I did French at school. She had a German, so I have no excuse. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll just, I'll just finish up by recapping uh, what happened tonight. Obviously, like I said that Dundee United lost to Motherwell 3 0. Uh, two goals for Scott McDonald in there. In the Scottish Cup, there was the 1 0 win for Hibernian over Hearts. Cummins with an early goal in the fourth minute. He later gets sent off, two yellow cards. And uh, Augustine also gets sent off a couple of minutes before him. So uh, that was interesting. And Rangers, it was a, an early penalty for Wycorn before uh, Rory McKenzie equalised a few minutes later. And it was leading for extra time until a stunning strike from Dickie Clark, apparently. But the, the 92nd minute winner. Could help his career at Rangers because he's, he's he's struggling Aye. a bit there. I'm surprised he never got more of a chance because Making I remember pass. thinking that was one of the better signings they made because he was he played like in the was it the Queen of the South team that got promoted and set all sorts of records in the in League in One, League one whatever yeah. it was called at the time. Um, and then he signed for the Rangers and went and played League One again. And I thought he'd, I thought it would have been used a lot more because it looked like it was a a good signing at that level and what they should have been doing more than signing up SPL. Money grabbers. Uh, yeah. But um, aye, I mean, he, he seems to, he, he certainly seems to have made a difference tonight. So, so aye, that's uh, that's probably a good way to finish. <laughs> um, as per usual, follow us on Twitter at SFF Podcast. Uh, get yourself onto the forums if you can. Forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk. Um, if you're looking for somebody to bet with, use my bookie. Because we do. They've always got good offers for um existing customers as well as I always you usually get your five pound bet on a Scottish game, I if it doesn't win you get your state back, which yeah. is decent. Yeah, really good guys, I tend to use them a lot. And they're very uh, very responsive on Twitter as well. If you have any queries or issues or anything, they'll get back to you pretty much straight away. Yeah. Um, in my experience anyway, um, I think you've been the same as well. Oh, I can always as well. If I ever had to contact them at all about anything, they're buying on. So, I'm done. I don't know about you. Aye, done. Good. Right. In that case, thanks everybody for listening. Talk to you all again next week. Cheers. More well, freedom's in. <laughs>